It had been about 12 years since my last first date. When I said I do to the suit, I assumed I was leaving all that initial awkward small talk over teeth staining wine in the past. But here I was, a 46-year-old divorcee, being peer pressured by my best friend into going on a date, a blind date, no less, with someone who sounded like a carbon copy of my ex. But with all that Scarlett had done for me after the suit and I signed our final I don'ts, I felt like I owed it to her to at least show up and give this Mr. Flapjack a chance. At the very worst, I'd get dinner and a story out of it. And I always had the squatter's dependable dick to fall back on. Hey, squatter. You're where? Uh, sorry, I, I can't really hear you. Oh, yeah, that's that place in the village, right? Oh, yeah. It sounds loud. I said it sounds fun. <laughs> um, oh, you know what? I'm actually about to walk into a dinner right now. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll text you when I'm leaving. Welcome to 11 Madison Park. Uh, yeah, hi. I thought I was supposed to be having a dinner here tonight, but, um, it looks like you're closed. I must have gotten my wires crossed, um... Are you Miss Crawford? Yes. Mr. Fraser is already at your table, right this way. Cher. Hi. Hi. I'm Jack. Cher. Scarlett said you were beautiful, but... She didn't say you were drop-dead gorgeous. <laughs> did she write that opening line for you? Because if she did, I might need to hire her to freelance for me. <laughs> we barely started the date and you're already accusing me of plagiarism? <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure that plagiarizers don't actually know the word plagiarism, so consider yourself off the hook. That's a relief. Because if you'd left, I'd have bought out this whole restaurant for nothing. Oh, I just assumed most Friday nights at 11 Madison Park were this slow. <laughs> I know you probably think this is over the top. <laughs> I think we passed the top a few miles back. Would it make you feel better if I told you this isn't all just for you? Oh, so what, you have a whole night of dates lined up here, just bam, 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 back to back to back, or... <laughs> hey, personal speed dating, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> it's something I started doing in the pandemic that seemed like a win-win for everybody. You know, the restaurant and its employees get a day of income, and I get a hot dinner that I haven't dropped three times before I even get home. That clumsy, huh? Okay. Maybe that wasn't the sexiest reason to admit to buying out a restaurant, but this is my first date in a long time, so I just wanted to get it right. Well, full disclosure, this is my first date in probably longer, so I think we can fumble through together. <laughs> fumble. I see what you did there. <laughs> when Scarlett told me she wanted to set me up with Mr. Flapjack, I had prepared for the worst. A patronizing, patriarchal grandpa... But it turned out that Mr. Flapjack wasn't just age-appropriate, he was everything-appropriate. He was so good-looking it was borderline offensive, and the white creeping in at his temples outlined his brown skin like a delicious, foamy latte. Plus, unlike the suit, Mr. Flapjack actually seemed to possess a sense of humor. 
I felt the baggage I'd walked in with lighten its load a bit, and as cocktails turned to wine, and then to brandy with dessert, I couldn't help but wonder, was I on a date with the perfect man? You're listening to Taylor Vaughn Lastly's I Couldn't Help But Wonder, a fiction podcast about a sexy group of friends who, after all these years, are still making their mark on the city. So how is it possible that someone let you get away? Ah, Scarlett told you about my divorce. Actually... Googled it. You Googled me? You didn't Google me? Oh, I did, but there are like 900 people named Jack or John Frazier in New York, so... Doing your due diligence. So what'd you find on me? Anything juicy? Eh, kind of a yawn, really. Real estate tycoon, New York Knicks co-owner. Oh, and I saw that they call you... The the Cuban Cuban Mark Cuban. Cuban. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you find my accomplishments sufficiently boring. (laughs) Well, what'd you unearth on me? It didn't take much digging, miss. 1.2 million followers? I thought Scarlett said you don't do social media. Oh yeah, it's a real yawn. (laughs) But in all seriousness, I know that building a platform like that takes a lot of skill, so... Hashtag, you must be doing something right. Is that how you hashtag? Uh, no, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for joining me for dinner. That felt a lot more normal than I expected. I'll take that as a compliment. (laughs) The highest. Well, you were also a normal person to have dinner with. Thank you. Except for buying out the best restaurant in the city for a first date, which, to be clear, is definitely not normal. (laughs) Noted. Well... I know you're a popular woman. Ah, trying to get me out before your next date shows up. Very smooth. You know, for a fumbler. (laughs) Well, good night, Miss Crawford. (laughs) Good night, Mr. Fla- Mr. Fraser. Even though I had gone into the night with every intention of playing hard to get, the truth was, if he had invited me back to his place, I wouldn't have made it two minutes in the car ride before jumping his bones. But Mr. Flapjack hugged me like I was his old college buddy, like he had no interest in bone jumping. Thankfully, I was saved by the bell, literally, when the squatter texted me. After I translated his drunken message, I figured out that he was telling me to meet him and some of his friends at the drift. I'm not sure why, but... I decided not to text him back, and I walked the long way home instead. He gave you a pat on the back when he hugged you? Uh, three, to be precise. Ugh. Pete, honey, come here. What's up? Cher goes on this first date, and at the end, the guy hugs her and gives her a triple back pat. Woof. That screams friend zone to me. Oh, I don't think so. He could just be taking it slow. Ari, sweetheart, what do you think? I am staying out of this. Ari, I would really appreciate it if you'd share your opinion. Well, Scarlet, 
Remember after our meal the other night? We were standing on the sidewalk, and when our car showed up, Jack hugged me and gave me the triple backpack. <laughs> See? Purely platonic. I didn't say that. Maybe Jack wants to stup both of us. Huh? <laughs> well... I just don't think that someone who rented out all of 11 Madison Park for a first date would be so quick to relegate you to the friend zone. Hold on. He rented out the entire restaurant on a Friday night? <laughs> yeah, but he made sure to tell me that I'm not special. Apparently this is something that he does all the time. Well, just a reminder that your good friend Pete here owns a little spot where we would love to host his next day. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. I don't think that Brooklyn Steel and 11 Madison Park are really on the same level, sweetheart. Well, yeah, we're not fine dining, but we could do a private concert, you know, like one of those one-on-one dates they do on The Bachelor. You watch The Bachelor? <laughs> yeah, his partner got him hooked, and then he passed the obsession on to me, and then I passed it to Jen. Is it a reality show or an STD? Both. Both. <laughs> Ari, honey, why don't you and Pete go refill the charcuterie board while the girls and I catch up? I think that's code for get the fuck out, we're doing girl talk. Yep. I know, and I'm not wanted. <laughs> okay, you have to tell us everything. What was he wearing? A uh, turtleneck Armani suit. Cologne? Oh, not sure. Um, Tom Ford, maybe? Clean shaven or scruff? Clean. Okay, so set the scene for us. You walk into the restaurant, and you see him sitting there. To be clear, I do not want or need this detailed of a play-by-play. -play. Yeah, Scar, what's with the Inquisition? Well... I told Ari I wouldn't say anything because it could be awkward. But you're gonna tell us anyway. We've been doing this role-playing thing in the bedroom. He's pretending to be Mr. Flapjack. Oh, for fuck's sake, please don't say that you're playing me. Ew! Oh, no! I'm playing myself, obviously. Is that role-play then? <laughs> yeah, so what, everything stays the same for you, but Ari is suddenly a new person. Please do not ruin this fantasy for me, okay? You know our sex has always been great, but... This act we're doing has sparked something new in his performance, and it's incredible. Well, I hate to disappoint you, and Ari, um, but I really don't think that I'm going to have any new material for your flapjack spank bank. I mean, we, we haven't spoken since dinner. Well, that was only two days ago. Ah, ah, ah! Let's not forget about the triple back pat. Exhibit B. No kiss goodnight. Exhibit C. Don't you want to go out with him again? Yeah, no, he's he's great. And by the way, you could shred a block of Parmesan on his jawline. Damn. That man is fine. So then why are you putting all that bad juju out there? If you want him to call you, he's going to call you. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Why are we talking about this like the dude is the one who has to make the first move? Am I the only one living in the 20s here? Cher, if you want to see him again, pussy up and call him. <laughs> pussy up? I said what I said. I'm not so sure. Mr. Flapjack is a high-powered businessman. And, you know, he's he's from a more traditional generation. How traditional can a guy who takes you to a vegan restaurant for your first date really be? Oh, no, our meal wasn't vegan. Eleven Madison Park went vegan a few months ago. It was all over eater. Yeah, I guess there's a secret meat menu that you can order from if you know the right people. Ooh, exclusive. Are you fucking kidding me? An exclusive meat menu? See, this is why there's going to be a class war. Ooh, it's Jack. Is it Jack? Uh, no, it's the squatter. Aren't you gonna answer? Yeah, do you want to invite him over? I was just about to get the games out, and they're all easier to play with even numbers. Uh, no, 
No, that would be weird. What's weird? It's 6.30 on a Sunday. I'm not going to invite the squatter over for middle-aged drinks and middle-aged board games. You're using middle-aged like it's an insult. But when I was a squatter's age, I thought I only liked men. And I still had acne. Also, my game nights have been called iconic. By anyone under 45? Ugh. Oh, the phone stopped ringing. Ugh, I guess I can't invite him. Mindy's already met him. I didn't just meet him. I was serenaded by him. Scarlet, I promise I am not hiding the squatter from you. Okay, I just know his scene and this ain't it. Maybe a play date then. I'm sure he'll have a lot in common with my kids. <laughs> wow. Scarlet with the zingers. I knew Scarlet and Mindy didn't believe me, but I really had no issue being their fifth wheel on game nights. The suit had been so busy with work and threatening to end the careers of women who turned down his unwelcome sexual advances that I had pretty much gotten used to riding solo with those things anyway. I thought about texting the squatter to meet me for a drink, but then I got distracted as I passed Oscar de la Renta and saw the magnolia caftan in the front window. I hadn't seen her since the spring preview show, and she was even more stunning in the wild. Hey, I was just going to text you. I think I'm going to call it a night. Oh, sorry. I thought this was someone else I just picked up without even looking. No, no. Hi. Hi, Jack. Yeah, no, so did I. Right now? Uh, no, no, I'm free. Brooklyn, sure. I'll see you soon. Thank you. Cher, you're looking exquisite, as always. Well, you were so cryptic on the phone, I didn't know if I should dress myself for a black tie gala or a basketball game. I know, I know. I'm sorry. I was just really excited about the surprise. And as long as it doesn't involve a PETA protest, I'm in. My coat is sable. It's vintage. <laughs> After you. Mr. Fraser, it is always a pleasure to see our favorite board member, and you must be Miss Crawford. I am Pat. Uh, the Dior exhibit has been closed to the public, so you two will have it to yourselves for the rest of the evening. If you have any questions, I'll just be here by the desk, all right? Wonderful. Thank you, Pat. Now, I know this is another not normal thing to do for a date, but the other night you said you hadn't been to the Dior exhibit yet, and it's closing this month, and I'm on the board here, so I thought it would be nice. But I'm reading on your face that you don't think it's nice. No, it's nice. It's, it's very nice. But it's too much, Jack. Look, I, I really like you. Um, and I'm having a lot of fun with you. But you can't just keep buying out little corners of New York for me. That's weird. <laughs> and it's also not what I want. I mean, I live in New York because of all the chaos. You know, I, I love the people and the noises and the smells. I need that stuff. 
and look, I get that, you know, your money lets you live in your own little version of the city and that's fine, but I'm, I'm over that. You know, I've been wined and dined and given every diamond encrusted gift imaginable. I, I've been there and honestly, I don't really give a shit about any of that stuff anymore. So if you ever want to, you know, live in the real world, <laughs> then um, you know where to find me. Wait, share. Hey, Pat, is it too late to let people back into the exhibit? I'll make an announcement. Well, you're definitely a quick study. You're worth studying for. <laughs> How do you feel about tutoring me? Well, I guess a museum with actual people in it is a good place to start. There was something about Mr. Flapjack that made me feel like I didn't have to pull my punches around him. He may have been a high-powered businessman in the daytime, but he seemed to do a good job of leaving his ego at the door when it came to his personal life, something the suit could never manage. Mr. Flapjack was adorably genuine and present, and possibly the greatest kisser of all time. I knew that Scarlet was going to have a field day with all this intel. <laughs> Did you see how they were holding hands? There is no way that's a sibling hand. <laughs> well, I hope they're not dating. They had the same exact mouth and nose. The Venn diagram of their gene pool is a circle. <laughs> so, what did you think? You giving me a passing grade? <laughs> For the museum? Absolutely. And your people-watching skills are surprisingly sharp. Surprisingly? But to be fair, admiring haute couture garments and sniffing vintage perfumes isn't exactly the best example of real life, no matter how many people are around. It's not. Then what is? Come on, the train is here! Ah, this stupid cart isn't work! You have to... Yep, slower. Dude, the next train isn't coming for 16 minutes! Come on! Yes, yes, come on, you can do it. You can do it. Got it. Okay, come on, take my hand. But there are so many people. Yeah, and we have to push through them. That's how the subway works. Come on! Whew, made it. <laughs> Eastern Parkway, Brooklyn Museum Station. Transfer to the 3-4 across the platform. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. I'm not sure if Mr. Flapjack held me so close because he was really into me, or because he didn't expect the train to lurch forward so suddenly. But either way, when I was squeezed tightly in his arms, our hands entangled in each other's, it started to occur to me that Mr. Flapjack is the kind of guy I could hold on to for a long time. And that scared me shitless.
You just listened to episode 3 of I Couldn't Help But Wonder, a fiction podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, subscribe, and share with your friends. New episodes are released every other Friday on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you'd like to support the making of future episodes, go to patreon.com slash ICHBW. I Couldn't Help But Wonder is a production of Bullet Dodge Studios. This episode was written, directed, produced, edited, and sound designed by Taylor Vaughn Lastly. Our production coordinator is Tarek Ziad. Starring Taylor Vaughn Lastly, Manuel Lozano, Cleo Handler, Gaba, Jeremy Guskin, Luke Adams, and me, Zach Reed. Our theme song is Tango Mechanique by Kirk Pearson and Bit. Additional music credits for this episode include You Can't Love Me by Audio Binger and Pop Sweet Pop by Guillaume Tucker. Catch you next time.